Welcome back to another episode of Regressive You. I'm Rachel here with my co-host Jack. Today we have a very special guest. He, his name is Reed Guthrie and he's the president of the Tennessee um, College Democrats. So Reed, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with the organization? Sure. Um, I came to the University of Tennessee, uh, Knoxville, my freshman year, 2014. Uh, I immediately joined the UT College Democrats and I served as their freshman representative. It was an elected position they had at the beginning of the year. Uh, from there, I have served in various positions uh, through their executive board. Recently, last year, I was elected as the communications director for College Democrats of Tennessee. And uh, this uh, gave me more insight into what was going on at a state level and also a national level. And so I ultimately decided to run for College Democrats president this uh, past April. And um, I ended up running with a team, actually, that we all had one party. It was called Team Tennessee, and we all uh, won our positions. Uh, and now we are uh, getting to work with the organization. And so I think what you're doing is actually, we've interviewed a lot of like um, candidates before, um, but I think what you're doing is most related to the interests of our audience. So Progressive U is, as most people know, short for Progressive University because it's a progressive perspective um, from college-age kids that are recording a podcast. And I think often overlooked and something that I bring up a lot with Rachel is the issue of how people our age like to go online and um, trash the president, which I do all the time. It's fun. Um, but you know, point out these problems and stuff, but then no one, it's hard to get people to come out and do things. And I think what I've noticed with working with UT Dems, um, which I know you you were president of the entire Tennessee statewide system of college Dems, but working with UT Dems specifically, because that's here in Knoxville, they do a good job of um, having people phone bank and kind of hosting their own events for a while. They were doing phone banks with the TNDP. So what is it, what are like some strategies that you guys use and now at the statewide level at college gyms to try and not only get people to just sign up and be on the email list, but show up to meetings and um, meet candidates and politicians and get involved in their campaigns and get involved with issue advocacy. So it honestly differs across the state. West Tennessee has their methods uh, to recruit members. Uh, We have um, probably four chapters in each region of the state. And I think that's what makes it so great is that we have all these unique approaches on how to recruit members and how to retain members. As the state organization, our main goal is to recruit new chapters fully, help them uh, recruit members, and in uh, turn um, retain those members. So um, our main goal is giving them the um, source resources they need to uh, find those members who are interested, give them what they need, make them feel like it's not just going to be work all the time with phone banking and canvassing. It's so important, it really is. Uh, so we have to find somebody, we have to find members who we can cater to in terms of phone banking and canvassing, those people that want to come out there and, and work for candidates, but also the people who want to join this organization just to be around like-minded people, want to feel like there's a place that they can come and air their grievances. So if we can provide an environment that's comfortable for everyone, we are um, achieving our goals of giving the uh, college students and young people of Tennessee access into the TNDP. So have you had um, a lot of success so far, or have there been a lot of... Um uh, has, has it been difficult in some counties more mm-hmm. so than others? <clears throat> it's been a very difficult for us actually. As Since we were just elected in April, we're just now getting on the ground going because mm-hmm. everyone's uh, been finishing up with school, taking vacations. So we've just now started hitting the ground running, but we are running hard. Um, my The executive board has worked so hard to um, 
look into new incentives like uh, we're considering doing a state council where each chapter will send delegates and it'll give them more representation at a state level. So it's, it's been very difficult because something that Tennessee College Democrats has suffered from in the past is they don't have stability, they don't have continuity of the executive board. So we're coming in with a clean slate. Uh, last year we did suffer a lot in terms of losing a lot of our chapters, losing a lot of our members. So right now what we're trying to do is bring some of those chapters that we lost back in and make them feel a part of the organization, make them feel a part of the national organization too. And that's where the state council comes back in, giving them more access to that information from not just the uh, state federation, but the national federation as well. And you said you were a freshman in 2014. Can you talk a little bit about specifically at UTK, but statewide once you started paying more attention? Mm -hmm. um, what has the membership changed in numbers and ideology and involvement or anything like since 2016, since the election, the 2016 election? Like what has what's the membership been like? Because I mean, we talk about this a lot, but Tennessee is obviously a red state, so mm -hmm. you're going to expect more people to be in college Republicans than college Democrats. Yeah. But then also at the same time, you're on a college campus where young people are more um, liberal and, and more inclined towards democratic ideals. So kind of what's the comparison there and how has it been over the past four years? Um, I've honestly been impressed by the showing of uh, members that we've had at the University of Tennessee, but honestly all across the state. Um, there's always an influx of members at the beginning of the year when you have your freshmen coming in the, wanting to try out new organizations. So the key there is making them want to stick with the, the uh, college Democrats. But um, it dwindles from year to year. Definitely in off years, we uh, our membership lowers. Um, but uh, I think after the 2016 elections, you saw people become more determined to do something about this um, administration, the Trump White House. And uh, I think you really saw a change there with people doing whatever it takes, wanting to work as hard as they can. And of course everyone always works so hard in elections, but I think since 2016 there's just been a new fire lit for our members, definitely. So um, one thing that Jack and I often struggle with is you know, how to get young people to come out consistently, consistently volunteer. Mm -hmm. Do you have any advice for um, other organizations that's trying to get more young volunteers to stay active and to consistently stay active? Yeah, and it's it's got to be more than just work, work, work all the time. And that's that's where we've tried to put in incentives, just little get-togethers that can help over time. So if you're going to do a phone bank, make it a pizza party or something like that, that gets people uh, the chance to come and hang out, which is what we all want to do, mm -hmm. but also be like, here's a sheet of phone calls. Uh, start campaigning for somebody for us. So if you make them feel comfortable, because I know a lot of the time with phone banking and canvassing, a lot of the reason people people don't like doing it or don't do it is because they get nervous they, of talking to people on the phones or knocking on doors and talking to people. So if you make it a challenge, like who can get the most uh, doors knocked in one day, uh, if you make it a party, like a pizza party, a sleepover for the phone banking, you know, just things that make them more interested in being together and make it feel more like it's a team effort, you know? Yeah. And then would you say, so Rachel kind of hinted at this earlier with in terms of um, where the colleges are and obviously colleges just by their nature public private their mm -hmm. geographic location everything are going to have different ideologies but 
what would you say are your most active chapters and what are the chapters you're kind of working on improving and what are kind of the demographics behind that? Yeah, so um, I'm proud to say that the University of Tennessee is definitely our strongest chapter in the state. Um, we've had great presidents, uh, great continuity the, since I've been in college. Um, but you know, we've got great chapters all across the state that are working just as hard but might not have as many members. Um, Right now, we're really working hard to get the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga uh, back up and running. They, um, they struggled for a while uh, during the 2017-2018 year, but we have um, chapter building going on in every, each of our three regions. Uh, in West Tennessee, Rhodes College has always been such a, a strong pillar for our organization and has really provided us with um, a direct contact in West Tennessee so we know that we're getting representation all across the state for our members. So the, what keeps that going is membership retention and that's what it all comes back to and that's what we're really working on this year is membership retention. How to make people see that this is such an important organization and you don't have to sell your soul to it, you can do other things. Uh, in your day-to-day -day lives. I know that we're college students or students, we have jobs, we're busy, but if people care, they're gonna dedicate time to it and we wanna make them feel like they're part of a family and they're part of something bigger. So, um, you know, you hinted at this in your um, last response, mm -hmm. but, you know, obviously young people um, can be very busy with work and with other activities and stuff. Do you have any advice for um, time management for young people um, in college and, and high school in general about how to be able to balance those kind of um, activities in uh, including uh, being politically involved? Yes, definitely. I, you know, it's something I struggled with when I first came to college. I like to keep everything in my head, make the list in my head, keep all my uh, dates in my head, and it just wasn't possible. You're so, you're so busy with school alone mm -hmm. to try and fit all that other stuff in without keeping any notes or anything. Keep a calendar of everything that's going on. I keep a calendar that I write in, and I also keep a calendar on my phone. And um, just, and I, I have um, the Amazon Echo, and I have Alexa uh, as my personal secretary telling me, you've got this coming up today, you've got this. It's, it just makes it so much easier. It's not just so much on your mind laying there, you know, that you have to remember all this stuff. I have a um, whiteboard calendar in my room that I write everything out, fill it out for the um, month. So things like that can help you really manage it, but don't spread yourself too thin. We are students, and at the, end of the, at the end of the day, that's the most important thing that we are. We're going to get an education. We're going to make a difference in our lives and hopefully others. So don't spread yourself too thin. Find the things that you're really interested in being a part of and, and dedicating yourself to, and dedicate the time that you can, that you have the extra time. There's no need to overexert yourself. There, there really isn't, because we're, we're, we're making a difference little by little, and, and that's what's important. So... One thing um, Rachel and I, so Rachel and I started the Democrat Club at our high school um, last year, mm -hmm. and one thing that I noticed is it's kind of hard or it's nerve-wracking, I guess, to get in the right door. So UTK has obviously had a large college Democrat presence. You guys have been involved with TNDP, with Gloria Johnson's campaign, who I'm working for now, all those places. I'm proud to say the college I'm going to next year, George Washington, has the largest college Democrat uh, chapter in the country. But for some of the smaller colleges that maybe people are just starting the organization or they don't have that many connections, mm -hmm. what would you say in terms of getting in the door? Because I think a lot of times young people are overwhelmed by, I'm 19, I'm 20, no one's going to want to listen to me when I show up at this politician's office or this, or this campaign. So mm -hmm. what would you say in terms of making those connections that they can um, 
you know, ha have connections within the TNDP or whatever party, at, not, not in Tennessee, mm -hmm. campaigns, etc. So, um, usually uh, colleges and universities have a um, organization fair at the beginning of the year. Sometimes when they do orientation, they'll let the organization set up. Get your name on those email uh, lists. Get, get out there. Uh, even if you're not comfortable yet to go out and talk to people and, and see people and meet new people, get your name on the email list so you can at least keep up with what they're doing. And usually universities have a uh, website dedicated to their organizations. You can find emails on there. So getting on the email list is the most important thing. Um, we're trying to build an email list across the state now of every single member in, in the um, College of Democrats. So that's, it's not only like a... Uh, a good tool for us to use. It also gets you the information that you need. So if you ever feel like, oh, I want to do something, uh, what can I do to help? You'll have that information in your inbox. You can you can locate it. So that's the most important thing. But you know, if there's not something like that set up at your school, uh, contact us. Contact your state federation of college Democrats or young Democrats, and we can help you set up a chapter. And we can look into how we can build that and give you the resources and the connections you need to be successful. So um, obviously, you know, Tennessee tends to be a more conservative state. So mm -hmm. um, during your time um, as a college Democrat in the club, have you uh, faced a lot of, um, I'm trying to think of the right word. Backlash. To, uh, yes, backlash. Mm -hmm. um, has the club faced backlash from, you know, the university or the college Republican club? How has it been trying to, um, you know, maintain a positive um, outlook and a positive, like, you know, a good time when you're still in, you know, as a minority mm -hmm. um, on campus. We always try to lend as much support as we can to any any community that is in need of it. Um, during the 2016 election, there were um, multiple attacks on the Pride Center at the University of Tennessee. Um, we had members of college Democrats from across the state come, and we worked with the Pride Center to hold a rally of support for those members and the people who utilize that Pride Center every day. That's a that's a safe space for them, a place they feel uh, like home. And for it to be attacked was just so sad. And, and it's things like that that we want to come and show our support for, not just being um, members, not just being names on email list. We want to make our um, members and make the, our, our um, peers within the schools feel more comfortable, feel safe, and feel like Tennessee College Democrats or just College Democrats is there to be a friend and there to help and be supportive of them, you know? So um, final question here, with you and Team Tennessee now in charge of the executive board of the Tennessee College Democrats, mm -hmm. what are the big projects you guys are going to work on and um, what are you trying to do to improve the statewide Democratic um, college parties? So uh, I think we have four main things that we're really working on. The first one I kind of touched on is our state council. And this will give our chapters more direct connections to the executive board, but also to College Democrats of America. Um, my vice president, Brandon Johnson, has taken on the role of um, heading our panel to create that um, statewide council. We're going to put presidents from chapters across the state on that panel as well so we can get opinions from all across the state from all of our chapters to know what we need to make that state council successful. The second thing we're working on is redoing our entire constitution. There are so many inconsistencies, uh, so many outdated things. It just needs to be updated and I really think it'll provide some stability for the organization. Um, the third thing we are looking at um, a few other uh, state federations across the country have done this uh, with success. We are considering creating a PAC, and um, this leads into our fourth uh, goal, which is fundraising. So these two go hand in hand. We um, 
I mean, you need money to have influence in politics, definitely. And we want to have an influence, but we want to be there to support our chapters. So this money is going to go to things like gas cards for our chapters, uh, financial um, uh, scholarships for our members to go to the national convention or things like that, uh, scholarships to come to the state convention. And, and just to be able to be there financially for all our chapters across the state. Those are the four main things that we're working on this year. But also the biggest thing is to ensure continuity because um, we can do all of this this coming year and, and be successful at it. But if we don't ensure that the next executive board are just as dedicated, it could fall apart in a second. So there's a lot of work to do, but we have a good group that's uh, dedicated to making a change in Tennessee. So Reed Guthrie, president of College Tennessee College Democrats, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys. Have a great day. You too.